Broadcasting live from the EBSN online studios in Columbus, Ohio. It's Silver and Blue Nation, the voice of diehard Dallas Cowboy fans. Now, here are your hosts, Big Game James and Producer G. What up, everybody? Get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. Like T.O. said, I got the popcorn ready. Uh, it's Pop Secret. I don't know if this is a name brand, but it's good as hell. Well, there's a free plug for him. There's a free plug for y'all because y'all got some good good popcorn. Y'all not better than like over Redenbacher or somebody like that. You have It has its flaws, but it hit the spot today, and thank you for it. Appreciate y'all. Pop secret if that's who y'all know. You've been slamming on that for a while. Come straight to the air with it. I came straight to the air with it. I was going to see like I was going to eat while, but I smashed it. I bashed it's all gone. Yeah. Appreciate Anyways. You. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Silver Blue Nation, we back. We back. We had a football game play. We had a football game. <laughs> <laughs> we had a football game. Hey, thanks for everybody who's tuning in so far. Silver got you, Blue Jessica. Nation live podcast. What up? You see the new logo. You see the damn new logo. We're updated. You see the logo on his shirt. You yeah. See, you seen him at training camp. We appreciate you tuning <laughs> you in right now. You see how you saying it, though? You see the match or any camera. We're on Facebook Live, Law Nation, EBSN Online, Dallas Prospect. The list goes on. Phantom Sports. Make sure you jump the to the Silver. The list goes on. Make sure you jump to the Silver and Blue Nation Facebook page because that's where the we're going to be watching goes the comments. On. And also over on our YouTube channel as well. And those of you also watching in Law Nation 2.0. YouTube channel. Make sure you give everybody a thumbs up, a subscribe, give us a share. We appreciate everyone tuning in, and uh, let's have a great show. We got some football to talk about. Hell to the yeah! There was a game. It was a game. Somebody looked. It was good. a game. Some people look good. Some people look bad. You know what I mean? It was kind of one of them things. You feel me? So, how'd so, you feel though overall? Overall, I didn't feel bad at all because I don't never look at four stringers. Well, I guess we should start with the score. I mean, 24-21, but in my eyes, we beat them. I mean, we had them, what, 21, damn three, you know what I mean? They they had the slip-ups with the coverage. That was the problem. We had some pass interference calls on Alumba. Uh, Jordan Lewis let the guy get over top, but it was safety help by Robinson. needed help, safety help. But at the end of the day, I feel like our first team, if you look at our first team offense and our first team defense, <clears throat> and we still didn't have David Irvin. We still didn't have Sean Lee. Um, who else were we missing to a starter? I know Zeke didn't play, but I know Zeke. I'm talking about on the defense. No, no, David Irvin, no Sean Lee, somebody else. Either way, the first team defense did its part. They did didn't its part. Points <clears throat> didn't do nothing. I mean, in that penetration from Dayton Jones, Antoine Woods, who's becoming the star lately because they had the big fight with Travis Frederick. Got yep. the first first yep. uh, team snaps. We got the interview with him when I told him he like asked me what he liked. He said barbecue, so I'm calling him barbecue Woods now. I don't care what nobody tell me. I'm calling him barbecue Woods. Hopefully, he can start a trend with that. Hopefully, he does something well. Do something well. Get on that team. Appreciate everybody jumping in the comment section with us. Keep what up, y'all? In. We're about to go ahead and start up some shout outs. Give us a share. Let us know if you guys can hear us and see us all right, and put us into those uh, Cowboys groups so everybody can jump in here and talk Cowboys. Uh, as we talk more about this game and get a little bit deeper into it. Let's start off with a few shout-outs on our Facebook Live Silver and Blue Nation page. Hulk Logan's in there from New Jersey. Margarito Gamez from ATX. Eric's in there. Appreciate you, Eric. Eric became a Patreon. 
If you want to do that, you can as well. You can support the nation. Go to patreon.com forward slash silverbluenation. You see it at the top of the screen right above Big Game James Head. Eric is a patron for Silver and Blue Nation. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, Eric. Eric. So uh, make Donate sure you guys to the go nation. in there and support Katina, Jessica, everybody, Jawan James, Giovanni. Keep going. KG, Giz, Don What's up, Evans, KG? Chris What's Ginter, up, Katina? Joe Lucia. What's up, Jessica? Joe Lucia. We can Lucia. literally sit here and just name off names. Keep Marvin going. Hargrove's in here every Keep week. Keep going. Kerry Teagle, Val Gutierrez, Floyd's in there always. We don't want to say his last name anymore. <laughs> we always Didn't get it we wrong. Know. Keep going, G. Uh, let's see. J.C. Lopez in the building. Let's let's go over here and look at our YouTube channel over here on Silver and Blue Nation. Starboy 50's in there. Says the boys look good. He said yeah. even though they were rusty. And Michael can add on. He's talking about Michael Gallup can add on about five pounds. He's going to be what we need. Everybody mm-hmm. love what we saw from him. We'll get mm-hmm. in a little bit deeper into that. Mm-hmm. After a couple more shout-outs here, we got Privilege, Dallas Cowboy, Mike Losef, uh, produced by Jern Watches every week, Daryl Brandscombe. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube if you're watching. Over here on Law Nation 2.0, Tanner Craig, Young Wilson. Appreciate you, Young. You asked about supporting us last week. Well, the last show we did two weeks ago. Now we have the Patreon account, so you can check that out, Young. Subscribe to the nation, baby. Um, And anybody who is tuning in right now, Leon Felton. So let's jump a little bit more into it since uh, the receiver was brought up. Happy birthday, Hulk. Michael Gallup was brought up. You think he can be the number one receiver after what we saw? I mean, he looked damn good. I mean, I know he only caught one pass for 30 yards, but it was for the touchdown. And it was a rookie. You see, it's a rookie. It's a first game. Sometimes those guys, those rookies get those nerves and they drop those passes in those critical times. And, I mean, if you saw the coverage, you saw it was a little more like a look like a cover two in the safety. Dak looked him off, did his little check check down, or basically looked off that safety enough to where he could hit Michael Gallup in stride. Uh, the defensive back did lose his sight in the sun, but at the end of the day, it was a rope. It was a dime. It was where it was supposed to be. It was a beautiful pass. It was a beautiful catch. And I love the efficiency. <clears throat> Excuse me. Three for three. Dak came in. Three for three. Touchdown. A lot of people were looking at him to probably the fail. The Dak haters were probably waiting for him to just come in there and be like one for eight and be like, I told you. Yeah, we'll, yeah I told we'll, you. We'll talk a little bit more about him. You know what I'm saying? Because he should probably lead right into that. But uh, definitely Gallup, you know, like I said, he's been looking good at camp. He's been wearing every every cornerback at camp. You know, I, I was think. out there for three days, and I he was he's, he's got good size. He's got good mocks. He's got a good head. Um, and he's just he's, – he's good, and he's strong, and he plays that way. I think he might have uh, another gear of speed, too, that people don't realize because I feel like he can be the deep threat. Like well, he might be the deep I, don't, threat. I don't know if he's a deep threat. He doesn't have, seem to have that breakaway like a Tavon Austin. When you've seen well, Tavon Austin Tavon out Austin there, speed, no. but I'm just saying, he's the type of guy he's that you'll slip. Gear, he's got that slippery speed where you probably won't think about it. He'll get behind you just like he did on that route uh, for the touchdown. And the next thing you know, boom, it's a touchdown. And I told you, he's a guy when we drafted him, even before we were talking about drafting him, he's a guy that can get open. Even when we went to the combine, I said – He's a guy we wanted to watch. He looked smooth in his routes. He looked like a guy that was good at yards after catch, and he was good in and out his routes, and he was good with the route tree. And you could see it forming in the training camp. You could see him going against everybody and putting in work. He just had a video yesterday where he shook up Byron Jones crazily, and he's been doing that to everybody. And he goes right into the game, which looks good, is that he's transitioning from training camp, going right into the game, and still showing it, and that's what you get excited about. 
Yeah, and that's an, another thing they talked about a lot about him in camp that I've been hearing was that his ability to track the ball while it's in the air. And I yeah. think you saw that right there as mm-hmm. well as he was just locked in on that, looks it right into his hands. Right. And he could end up being a steal, man. If you go back and look at one of these shows, I have to pull it up. We 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 talked about which rookies we thought would have the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that Gallup was my pick for that. So we'll find hopefully out. Hopefully that is. I would love it if he could just step in there and be that number one. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'm excited. We got a change at wide receiver. Alan Hearns is good too. Hearns is nice, very nice possession type receiver. And I think and you he know, can break away too. He can break tackles. I think we got a good solid core because if you see starting out, it was uh, and Tavon Austin looks sharp too. Real he sharp. Looks, he looks hungry. He That's look, what I say. He looks I think real he, hungry. I think he looks revitalized. I feel like he's he's got a new chance, like you say, right. revitalized, revitalized. A new chance to prove that he was worth that draft pick because everybody thinks he's been a bust. Right, and I think that he's really latching on to the Dallas Cowboy mantra. He really loves playing for the Cowboys, so. I think he really wants to show what he can do. And you've seen that we're not just trying to hit him with the gadget plays, that they're looking deep for him because you saw Cooper Rush looking for him. And that's what's good because you can use him as a receiver. He's listed out a running back on the depth chart, period. He's listed out a running back. But you can still flex him out. It's a good thing you can use with him because he can always keep your de- the defense off balance. And if we can continue to look efficient like we were, and we didn't even have Zeke in the game, and you saw a running game, we'll jump into that as well with Rod Smith and Bo Scarborough. They look good, and even freaking uh, Jackson looked okay. So, um, felt real good about the San Francisco game. What's up with Cole Beasley? I mean, Cole Beasley. Uh, I, mean, I like what Tavon Austin was doing there in the slot. I kind of feel like as as we go along, if he continues to play that role and get catches, he might find himself more permanently being like a slot receiver. I don't know. You know initially, he, they're like running back slash receiver. Yeah, but I don't know if he's taking Beasley's spot. You know, because I don't know about that. But he, I, I, Beasley's going to do be, what Beasley does. Beasley, Beasley's going to get open. He's going to be more on the outside this season. Correct? Yeah, that's what they say. But I don't believe that. I want to see it. I want to see that. They say he's going to flex him on the outside, and he wants to prove. I mean, I don't care. Beasley's five foot eight. You ain't a number one receiver to me. I don't care. I don't care what he say. He more of a slot guy. If he wants to go out on the outside and prove it, that's cool. But when you're going against them, uh, them guys like Akeem Talib and them boys is going after you, yeah, you got that speed, but them guys can run with you too. So we'll see. But I think still Beasley is still going to have a good year for us. Yeah, I, I definitely hope so. You know him and Dak have that chemistry they have since he first – since Dak first stepped on the field. Obviously, Beasley leading the team in receptions that season and yards. So that was huge. Um, so let's just move right into Dak then. How impressed were you with his play? For me, it was the most – that's what I was looking for the most in that game, to see him without Dez. I felt really good about what I saw. How impressed were you? And let us know in the comments what you guys think too. And just to reset before we answer this, this is the Silver and Blue Nation live streaming podcast. You're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. Go over to the Silver and Blue Nation Facebook page. You could be watching on a different page. Go to that page. That's where we're looking at comments and giving shout-outs. So, uh, jump in here with us on this one. How impressed were you with Dak Prescott? Do you feel very good after seeing that? I mean, I feel very good uh, because what were we all – well, you know, I went to camp and I said that, you know, it it had worried me how he was looking at camp, um, you know. And, you know, I love Mike White and I still love Mike White. I don't care nobody say I still love Mike White, but I always love Dak Prescott. But, you know, I always said that they said uh, Byron Broaddus, Brian Broaddus, those type of guys, said he was always not a good practice player. He was a gamer. And to me, he proved it once again. Hasn't played great in practice. You know, Jane Slater, who reports on the Dallas Cowboys, talking about how he hadn't scored a touchdown in all 
practice sessions and everybody was blowing it up and he comes right in right before the game where it was saying he wasn't throwing any touchdowns, he wasn't looking good, and for him to come right in, go perfect from the field, and then hit a rope for a touchdown, and not a five-yard touchdown, not a slant over the middle. It was a rope. It was a 30-yarder. It wasn't a deep ball where it was 50, but it was a 30-yarder, and it was looked good. And so I think uh, that, to me, would just goes to show that he is a gamer. He's not the greatest practice player, may never will be. But when he the lights turn on, he comes in and he produced, and he looked real calm in the pocket. He looked strong in the pocket. He had good protection. Um, he had the good run when it was third down. He got the 12-yard scamper, kept us on down a distance. He played smart, and that's what he's been doing since he's been with the Dallas Cowboys. He played smart and efficient, and you saw efficient drive, and I think that one of the biggest things that I seen was that we didn't have Des Bryant or Jason Witten in his ear, and it looks like he can be comfortable because he can throw it to whoever he wants to, and they don't have to be beating down his head like, why didn't you throw me the ball? Yeah, I mean, when you look at his career so far, he has definitely played the best without Des Bryant. Even going back to that preseason, his rookie season, mm-hmm. he's in there throwing the backup guys. You know what I mean? He's not really throwing to Des. I mean, I know he had a couple, but mostly he's going to backup players. So he's shown, you know, that he doesn't need a guy like that, like you said. So that's what I was looking forward to the most, seeing how he would respond without having those guys and I felt like he was a lot looser a lot more calm had more control mm-hmm. I even was happy what I saw with Zeke over there on the sideline jumping up and down looking like a leader mm-hmm. you know so it feels like Dak and Zeke really now going into this third season mm-hmm. are really taking a hold of that leadership role and that's something exciting to see too because you how could they be the leaders when you had those old veterans Witten and Dez so now these guys are the leaders of the team right now, you know, other than like Sean Lee, but I'm talking about offensively, right. you know, Tyron Smith, the line, and then these guys. Mm-hmm. So these are going to be your leaders. So I'm just, I was excited, and that's, I was hoping to see what I thought I would see, which was Dak Prescott playing well, as we saw in 16, you know, during that stretch without Dez when he's throwing the Bryce Butler, Terrence Williams, and Cole Beasley against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. You know how good he was in that game. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I saw here. So I felt really good and. I'm excited. I'm thinking he's bringing that deep ball to the table this year. It's time, third season. That's the next level for him to take in his game, and I think you're going to see a lot of big stuff from him. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, I'm not getting overhyped over one game, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it was it was we we got the Cincinnati Bengals up next. We'll see how it goes. I don't know how much he played. Hopefully, he'll play another series, and hopefully, he looks just like he did last time. The line wasn't looking bad. Um, like I said. Uh, Rod Smith uh, had, what, eight carries for 32 yards. He had the quick breakout run, uh, had some good blocking, especially by the rookie Schultz. Uh, Bo Scarborough, who everybody seems to love, that's like the, our, 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 our sexy pick. He had nine carries for 33 yards and the one touchdown up the middle. But if you look at our guys uh, from the day, <clears throat> quarterback-wise, Cooper Rush, 15 to 23, great efficiency, 145, uh, 145 yards and a touchdown, Mike White. Even though people are trying to hate on Mike White, you need to shut up. Six for 11, 63 yards. Yes, he held the ball a little bit. That's not bad. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he held the ball a little bit. Yes, he probably locked on a receiver too long. But he is a rookie. That's what they do. Dak Prescott, three for three, 39 yards, one touchdown, efficient. Nobody really blowed it up, but the thing I saw as the receiving core, everybody was spread out. Not one person was dominant getting three, four, five yes. catches in the game. What was there, 20 different it was receivers? Like, uh, damn near 15, it was like 18. I mean, it was like a damn near receiver. 15, probably 15 to 18 looked like. I mean, 
There, that everybody at least got one catch. There's a lot mm. to talk about from this game. We can just go across the offense. Lance Lenore. Lance Lenore. I mean, you want to talk I about told receivers? That, told that. But let me get a few he, questions. He's doing there. that in camp as well. Yeah, he's doing it in camp. But let me get a few of these questions because I've been seeing people on here right quick. Yeah, so I let's get to about some shout outs before we get back into some topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me get a few of these questions. I think a, so a few people asked about the second. Let me get who's specifically asking about the secondary. Because uh, 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 it's coming right uh I was kind of hoping everybody? maybe we – but since things just go so fast, Terry, we got to gotta hit on it. I was hoping we could go through the offense and the defense, but it's fine. We can just bounce around. However you want to do it. People jump in and out anyway, so yeah. go ahead on the defense. I'm about to <clears> – <throat> I'll be right back. Okay, well, you come back. back. Terry Turner asked about Jordan Lewis and basically how do we feel about the secondary. If you're asking me how I feel about the secondary, I feel great. Um, <clears throat> it was one game. We had some guys that had some miscommunication, but you also got to understand we got a new coach. We got a new – fold everything's not going to be perfect the first game you're going to iron out the kinks so the best thing that happened is that you have it happen now you don't want to happen in, in critical games when um it's a big game and we need to stop them on a third down and we have blown coverage so if anything you want this to happen in a preseason game so guys can start getting aware of each other and guys can start getting from can get more familiar uh, with these coverages and with uh chris richard in the fold so I don't feel bad about the secondary. Yeah, they had some ways. You know, Alumba didn't look great. Uh, Traverius Ward got beat a few times, even though he had four tackles. Uh, Like I said, Jordan Lewis lost his way. Anthony Brown, once again, lost his way. But at the end of the day, I feel like we're going to be on the KO of the secondary. I think another big thing that stood out to me was, if you're looking at the defense, um, Joe Thomas has been the the guy that everybody's been talking about right now. he came in and he just was doing work. I think Joe Thomas, he had like three tackles, but he was it seemed like he everywhere. And he had the big interception with the Kayvon Frazier tip and he had a nice athletic. Not just didn't he catch it, but he got up and ran it. So that surprised me because I thought he was not going to be more than maybe a special teamers because we never show those guys love when we bring them over. But he's coming from Green Bay and they have good linebackers over there at Green Bay. So he came in and showed and proved, was sticking his head in there, uh, making tackles up the middle, shedding blocks. That just gives you hope that if Sean Lee goes down, now you have a guy, he's not a 22-year-old, he's a 27-year-old. He's been in the league long enough. He's played with the Packers. Now you have a veteran guy that you don't feel bad. Now you got depth. Uh, March Lillard, who we also had the interview with, uh, he looked not only had one tackle, but he was around the ball a lot. He almost had the would-be sack when he blitzed up the middle and he wrecked that quarterback, flopped him, but he didn't. He got it off just in time. So I'm feeling good about the depth. People were concerned about LVE. I'm not. He looked a little slow, but he still led the team with tackles. Little, he got a little banged up. He got, play. He's almost. But That's he almost, what I worry about. But he almost got the interception too. He stretched out and almost True, had yep. that interception. And he got a pick in camp. And he just had a pick in camp. And if you saw him when he had that pick in camp just recently, yesterday, he was gone. They weren't catching him. He's, so he's, he, his body's like Rolando McLean. He's a big dude, and he's got speed. Let's not worry about LVE. He's going to be okay. Our defensive line looks monstrous. I we don't had, like that we had no sacks, though. That's okay. So You don't have to have sacks all game when you didn't see that Jimmy Garoppolo was not comfortable in the pocket at all. We can't go another year, though. I mean, It's I not going to happen. It's one game, man. You got to still got to have pressures. Pressures are big. Just because you didn't get a sack in the game, pressures are huge. And if that guy, you might not get the sack, but if he's throwing the ball quicker than he wants to and it's an incomplete pass, we won. 
and they didn't get any kind of rushing yards on us. Our guys, Antoine Woods, Dayton Jones, uh, 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 Ward, uh, Tyrone Crawford, Taco Charlton look good. And like I said, we don't have Malik Collins or David Irvin yet, so we're going to be okay. Brian Price had a good game. He had three tackles. He had one guy time where he chased a receiver down from the from the line. So Brian Price is back. That's going to be a good battle. I'm feeling good. I think uh, we're going to be okay. Defense is going to be really nice. If you're just joining us, it's the Silver and Blue Nation live streaming podcast. We're on Facebook Live and YouTube. You can subscribe to us there. Also, go to Law Nation's YouTube channel and subscribe. Um, if you're watching on Dallas Prospect, EBSN Online, Fandom Sports, any of those Facebook pages, you need to come to the Silver and Blue Nation Come Facebook on page. down. That's where we're looking at comments and giving shout-outs. We're getting ready to run through some more of those in just a sec. Also, if you want to support the nation, patreon.com forward slash Silver Blue Nation. You see it right above his head if that's where you want to go. And you can just donate $1 a month. That's you can all donate it takes. more, though. You can, but that if we can get everybody to give us a dollar a month, imagine how much more stuff we can put out here. Exactly, but you can give more. Imagine the, the more equipment we could get. Feel me? Hey, more games we could go to. You feel me? And this is, and we we really should just show that all the stuff that we get if we we put it together and we just show that look, this is what it's going to. This is what we're doing. We're showing you what the product is and what we're pointing out. And, and what's really going on because at the end of the day we want to get the action where you want to see the interviews and shout out to Tyson I think he jumped in here shout out to Tyson for the lookout well when we went down there he really showed love when we went down to California for the camp had a really good time down there got to see the uh, guys up close and personal um, so I really appreciate uh, yes. the lookout uh, for Tyson he showed a lot of love down there appreciate if you want to see those videos he's talking about you can see that right on our YouTube channel so make sure you go subscribe there Let's go ahead and jump in here with a few shout-outs and take a few questions before we move on to some of these other topics. All right. Uh, we're going to scroll up here to the Facebook Live. We've got a lot of comments coming in. Keep them coming. We appreciate it. Trey Wingfield, mm. Roderick Mickens. What up, Trey? Terry Turner. I think you might already mention Terry. Yeah, Mike what up, Tanner, Trey? Mike Turner, Maurice Andrew. What up, Trey? Eric Doxon, Ron Smith. Appreciate you every week. Yes. We might have some T-shirts in the works, so you guys stay tuned for that as well. Yeah. Uh, that we can – Yeah. I mean, we would gladly give away some of those to some of you know you guys that have been watching, supporting us for a long time. Carrie Teagle, uh, the list goes on of names. Everybody who's coming in here and jumping in, and, and Jay Fevla wants to know about Taco. Will Taco step it up this year? What do you think? Hell yeah, he's stepping it up. If you ain't watched him, if you if you ain't seen him, I told you I've been on the Taco train from day one. Okay, day one. Let's just kind of run through a little bit. We'll, kinda, we'll do rapid comments. How okay. about that? All right. Rapid comments. He's going to be nice. The only problem with Taco is that he's playing behind Demarcus Lawrence, and Demarcus Lawrence looks good. If you watched him in that 49ers game, his hand grip moves, his hand placement moves, Demarcus Lawrence is going to have another big year. Fact. Mama T, thanks for tuning in. Leon Calhoun, the second, says, I'm concerned about Chaz Green. That's the only concern Man, he, I have. he ain't going to make the team. If he do, he knows somebody up top. Like, he knows Jerry. Like, something, something going on. Matthew Shelby says, why don't we ever see producer G? That's because that's what we want it. It's I'm, diabolical. You might you might make a parent. I might, you might see me here and there. I'll tell you what. We'll make it exclusive. You go to patreon.com forward slash Silver Blue Nation. Donate something to us. We'll put up something exclusive on Patreon where you can see some uh, producer G. Actually, if you go back and look through the YouTube, you might find a little something. But, yeah, but, yeah, hey, I'll but, talk. But don't ruin it for everybody. Yeah, we talked about, have you ever watched Home Improvement? 
You watched Home Improvement, <laughs> right? You seen that dude behind the gate. You never saw his face, <laughs> did you? And but what? But when you tuned in, you was ready to jump over there because you was like, I just today is the day I might see him. But you know what? You liked it because you couldn't see him, and he gave you that good ass advice. So <laughs> that's what we do here. We are Silver and Blue Nation Home Improvement Part Two. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Trey Wingfield says he's sick of David Irving. I mean, let, hey, let's like I said before, let's do David Irving like we did with Landon McClain. Give him one-year deals. If he don't, hey, trip up. We can get another defensive tackle. Let's use him up for these 12 games. Why worry about that? Rapid-fire comments. I'm just going through Facebook Live right now. I'll keep jump over to you guys on YouTube. Sit tight. I'm coming to you next. Keep We're just going to keep doing some rapid-fire comments before we jump into a few topics. Greg yeah. D. Mills says, when's the perfect time to pull the trigger on Earl Thomas? I, I don't know if there is a perfect time. I would definitely want to see him in there before week one. All I can say is this. I've been keep on. I follow a lot of people on Twitter, trusted people, I, I feel like, that are close to the Cowboys, and they keep on saying Earl Thomas is coming, so I'm just going to go by that. Eric Kashani, our proud patron, up, says, Eric? that running back we cut and signed again, forget his name, he's talking about Darius Jackson, says no. he broke off a couple of good runs, which leads me to talk about running backs. I just want to say, for the record, I thought Rod Smith was the better running back in that game, although he was playing with the first-team offensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had the same type of carries and numbers, but Scarborough had a 28-yard run. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, nothing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He would have had negative. Right. Or not negative, but, you know, he would have had, like, eight carries for, like, four yards. Right. Something like that. So, right. Uh, just wanted to throw that out there. What do you think about Darius Jackson? Does he have a chance? <laughs> I, I, he he should have a chance, but he probably won't because I believe they really love Bo Scarborough, and you can't cut him. Uh, you saw what he can do, that, that big run that he did have. That was him that made that run. That wasn't the offensive line. They actually stopped him in the backfield. <clears throat> he used his quick feet and the size. He showed some good getaway, caught a couple of passes out the backfield too. So I just feel like – Darius Jackson probably may be the better all-around back right now, but everybody loves Bo, and I don't think they're going to let him go. So I think Darius Jackson might just get the ax just because Bo is the sexy guy. Dave DeLeon says, how do I donate again? Dave, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Silver Blue Nation. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and put the link in the video description. Yeah. So you guys can just go right there, easy link, access to it. And if you can do that for us, we're, you're getting talked about every week on this show. So. Exactly. We appreciate all you guys. This is your platform anyway. It's the voice of the fans, as you can see it right there. That's why everything you guys say, we're trying to get it out here. Right. Joe Lucius says, when's Irving going to practice? Uh, Well, he's <clears throat> he's got the four-game suspension, so I don't think he can do anything with the team until that suspension is lifted. So I think that's when he can come back after the four-game is lifted because he has that suspension already. So <clears throat> my thing is, let's not worry about Irving. Let's worry about who we got at camp. Irvin will be there when he does, and I feel like when he does come in, he'll be very productive. I just feel like he will, um, but he will still have those same issues with him unless he proves otherwise. But like I said, do him like Orlando McClain, one-year deals. Another Chaz Green question from Daniel Candelari says, will Chaz Green be a Cowboy to start the season? He shouldn't. He should not. I mean, I tried to vouch for Chaz Green, like, you know what, because I guess I'm looking off the 2016 season we actually was decent when Tyron Smith was out. That's why everybody looked and had hope. Uh, but he can't stay healthy. He was on the cart yesterday once again. I showed a video in the one-on-ones with Demarcus Lawrence, and he was just making this dude look foolish. And then even the game, that San Francisco game, he got blown in that backfield three times. The one time was absolutely trash garbage. 
that was a rookie that put put his arms up in him, threw him away, and Chaz Green is trying to catch him and tackle him, and that's a rookie defensive end. So that's just pathetic. I just he shouldn't make the team. We got an issue with Marcus Martin because he had the injury like Leo Collins did. So we don't know if he's going to be out for the whole year. You got Joe Looney. Um, you got uh, Kadeem Edwards that are in the fold. We might have to sign somebody. I don't know. But I please don't keep Chaz Green because he is going to get somebody hurt. Like straight up. Like we're not even being funny. If you're getting beat like that by rookies in the preseason, man, he cannot be out on that field at all. And so having said that, uh, uh, I want me some glory hope. Got a lot of throat clearing today. Yeah, man. Let me uh, clear my throat. Everybody who's tuning in, keep commenting, keep them coming. Give us good questions because I'm going through right now and trying to read them all. So keep those coming in. And let us know where you're watching from, too, so I can give you shout-outs and, and re- represent where your city is. Dallas Foss says, biggest sleeper on the team this year. Dorrance Armstrong, Jr. Oh. Let us know why. Because he's a freaking monster right now. That was, if we're looking at our picks that we had in the draft, that is one of our best ones. That boy is number one. He's showing up in practice, not just with bull rushes. He has multiple moves, and he's a big guy. He's not a little dude. Um, he came in there in that San Francisco game, almost had a sack, pushed that pocket all the way back. He just looks explosive. He plays the right end, which we need a right end player. Um, So I'm excited about some Dorrance Armstrong Jr. That was a great pick, a great pick once again, a home run from Willie McClay in the scouting department because they hit a home run, I believe, in Dorrance Armstrong Jr. He's going to be good, and he's not even going to start for us. The good thing about it is we can bring him in on the third down when we're going to do a a straight rush, we do the three-man package, or, you know, we we come in with the full blitz. You can put a Dorrance Armstrong Jr. in there, say, attack. That timing was good because Aaron Jeffers just asked that question. So, uh, thanks for that question, Aaron. That fit right into what you wanted to know. There it is. Samuel Swan's watching from Freeport, Bahamas. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, how's the weather in the Bahamas? It got to be nice. Don Evans said that this is a cool show. Thank you, Don. We're live every Sunday. Make sure you tune in. And we will be live pregame, halftime, postgame, all throughout the season, mm-hmm. starting week one in just four Sundays from now. Man, So make sure here. you guys are back here watching and tuning in. Turn on those notifications yes. so you can see it pop in there live pregame. So you can watch us on your phone and watch ESPN. So that's a good thing. Anyway, Christopher Glover says, will Anthony Brown be cut or traded? No, Anthony Brown's not getting cut, and I don't know if he's going to get traded. Is he a favorite? I don't know if he's a favorite. I, I, I one of my homeboys, Michael, uh, Tom, Michael Petty, um, he runs this Dallas Cowboy War Room group. Shout out to you! And it's a great group in there. Really good football knowledge in there. Um, but he was asked the question: Was the coaching staff playing mind games, maybe with Brown and them guys with the starting positions? Because you can play mind games with them, kind of putting Jordan Lewis like, okay, you were the starter, but you got to earn it. Play mind games with them. Maybe that could be happening. Um, but once again, I seen Brown. The problem with uh, Anthony Brown is with this. He's got good speed, right? We know he has the speed, but he's always losing sight of the ball. Every freaking time. There's a long pass for Anthony Brown. He's right there, and he's losing the track and the sight of the ball. Turn your head around. Stop losing the track, and it's happening every time. He's not going to get cut because we still need depth. Uh, Alumba didn't play great. Ward, even though he had four tackles, didn't play great. 
Robinson, they all look like rookies. They look like undrafted rookies, so they didn't look great. So you don't want to cut a guy named Anthony Brown when you're going to rely on a rookie, an undrafted one at that, Cam Kelly. Mm, okay, but it didn't look great. So you're not going to cut him, but he needs really step it up and be able to track this ball. Um, Jordan Lewis in practice yesterday had an interception. He lost sight of the ball. They had a long uh, pass on him, but I just feel like uh, – Anthony Brown's going to be on the team. He's not going anywhere. It's going to be remain to see if he's still going to be one of that number uh, starting rotation as far as the slot position. Kerry Teagles watching from Houston. Shout-outs to Houston. Thank what you, up, Kerry. Um, Aaron Jeffers said it's the best D-line depth we had in the last three years. Yes. Yeah, I think we could definitely yes. agree with that. But, again, I'm, I'm worried about not having sacks. I know you said you shut me up on it, but I'm, I'm worried about it. Um. Uh, Joe Lucia says Jameel Showers looks lost in the secondary the other night. Did you think so? I don't know why are we keeping Jameel Showers. Because <laughs> he can play quarterback too. I mean, let's <laughs> he's, just he's keep, emergency I, I, I would just keep it real. Like, why is Jameel Showers on the team? Emergency quarterback? That, that's all I got to say about that. Samuel Swan <laughs> wants to know what your thoughts are on Lance Lenore again. Uh, he's doing his thing, man. I mean, he's made uh, – to me, if he doesn't make the team, it's a freaking travesty. He did everything you saw. He was the pet cat last year. Everybody loved him last year. Um, he was close to making the team. He had that one really good game. I think it was the Raiders or was it the Colts? I think it was the Raiders. He caught that touchdown, long touchdown from Cooper Rush. He comes right in yeah. in, in this game. Right here does the toe drag swag, which was a great uh, catch, and, and toe drag swagged it. He had another one in practice. He's uh, also on punt returns. I like him. I like what he brings to the table. He reminds me of Nate Burleson. Hmm. I'd be happy with that. I compared him a little bit to Patrick Creighton. Remember him? Right, but look at Nate Burleson. Wouldn't wouldn't you say Nate Burleson and Patrick Creighton are almost the same? Yeah. But I say Nate Burleson had better hands. Marvin Hargrove says Showers had an interception. I mean, like I said, Jamil Showers. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Uh, Darnell Reed says, what's up with this Kiro kid? He's making plays in practice. Oh, that's the the converted uh, safety from Northwestern went to linebacker. He uh, flies around the ball. It's uh, probably going to be a project with him. I don't know if he's going to be in any kind of rotation because, like I said, if you have guys that we're keeping healthy, you're definitely going to see LV, well, you know, Damian, the, the position to me is going to be up for grabs is that strong side. I don't know if Damian Wilson is locking that down because I don't really know if he's a strong side linebacker. Jalen Smith, let's talk about him. Yes, we're just about to get to him. Let me give I, – I, so many comments and people watching and coming in and comments coming in. It's just so hard to get to everybody. I'm trying to fly down this list. Bam Franklin tunes in. Appreciate you, Bam. What up, Bam? Big Bam. Reese Andrews says Showers and Chaz both need to go. Uh, Adrian yeah. Riddle wanted to know if what your thoughts are on the defensive line's new nickname, the Hot Boys. It's corny as hell, but you know what? I told everybody before, it's corny as hell, but if we get like five sacks in a game, I'm going to be like, Hot Boys, Hot Boys. Just so you know. Donnie Vatra said, I think I will too. Donnie Vatra says, <laughs> you think we got a top ten defense this season? We got a top five defense. But it's not going to happen, you know, in the very beginning. We're going to mesh. I think once David Irvin steps in the fold and we get Malik Collins, because like I said, we didn't have Sean Lee, we didn't have Malik Collins and David Irvin. And look at the penetration we were getting. Woods, 
Brian Price, Dayton Jones, them guys are fighting Ward. Them guys are fighting for a spot, and that was looking really good. If we can go in the Cincinnati game and still come with that fire and that flame, I'm really excited. And like I said, that linebacker position, Jalen Smith, Sean Lee, LVE, Joe Thomas now stepping up, March Lillard around the ball, still Damian Wilson. Now it feels like we got some good quality depth and we're not wa- we're not relying on some damn old-ass Justin Durant. Kerry Teagle wants your thoughts on Dalton Schultz. I like Dalton Schultz, but, you know, he's a rookie. He's long. I got to see him, very humble type kid. He's a great blocker. If you looked in that first, I think, when Rod Smith had that breakout run, Dalton Schultz was in there having another great block, and he was a great blocker at Stanford. So he's going to play early because he can get on the field and block, and I think he's a great pass catcher. I still think, I said it on my page, I brought the question up that I still think we need more speed at the tight end position. People were telling me about Blake Jarwin and he had the 4.69. That's a 4.7. He looked like Gronk to me. He's a four, style. He's a 4.7 guy. He is. He's a big dude, but he knows how to get open. That's why I like Blake Jarwin. I feel like he has a good rapport with Dak Prescott, but he's not fast. Rico is heavy footed. Um, and J, uh, Jeff Swain, he's a, a great blocker. And Dalton Schultz is still a rookie. We don't have anybody can spread the field like Ingram from, like, the Giants I brought up. So people say, well, everybody out there like that. But when you're looking at tight ends now, you're looking at them being fast, correct? Yeah, that's the way it's been going for a while. These exactly. These former so basketball we need players. More, we need more speed on the tight end um, position. That's all. Uh, Danny Vatra. And this is rapid comments, so you guys just keep them coming. We want 1,000 comments today in our, on our Facebook Come page. hard, so man. Make sure you let's get on the Silver and Blue Nation here, Facebook man. page and leave your comments there because we're yeah. trying to hit 1,000 today. Yeah. So let's go rapid fire comments. We're going to keep rolling through it like this for a little bit, and then we'll get to uh, – uh, if Jalen Smith comes up through the comments, we'll get to it, but I do have something. Somebody just brought him up. Of, <laughs> yeah, probably just now, but I'm, I'm probably way behind. You know right, what I mean? You're good. So you're good. I'm kind of just trying you're to good. go through, give new people shout-outs, mention good. comments. I haven't been able to give YouTube much love right now. YouTube love watchers, you, hang in right there. We love you. I love all you guys. I, I'm going to go back and look at the comments even after the show, so – um, appreciate everybody who's been tuning in on that as well. And make sure you go subscribe if you aren't already to that channel. You can watch us, listen to us too on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So go search for it. Yeah. Ryan Drab said Lanier's legit. Yes. Uh, Daniel Candelera wants to know what's your confidence level in the secondary, real quick. I got great confidence. Like I said, that was a week one preseason. We're going to get the. We're going to have kinks. We're going to have bumps in the roads because, like I said, we have a new secondary coach, and he's put in a new philosophy. We we didn't play the press coverage like we played last year. We played off. So it's going to be some bumps in the road. There's going to be some stuff, but we want this to happen now in the preseason rather than the regular season. So I have no worries about what happened in the secondary. They'll clean that up. It'll be alarming if you're looking at it in, what, week four preseason. They're still doing the same crazy things, or even week two, week three. But I'm confident we got the guys in there. We'll be okay. Aaron Jeffers brings it up. Jalen Smith, we, they all want to know. But first, Bam wants some glory hole. And so having said that, uh, uh, I, I want me some, some glory hole. And uh, Marvin and, uh, Hargrove says Jalen's a beast too, and he's getting a jersey. Or Matthew Shelby said he just bought himself a Jalen Smith jersey. Is he ready to have a breakout season? I've been said breakout. Breakout, breakout, break, break. Breakout for Jalen Smith. I've been saying that. He looks fast. He says he's 100% healthy. If you saw a couple plays, um, and uh, I put him on a gif, uh, he had a play where I can't remember the running back, but he broke to the outside. And the problem, remember when Jalen couldn't do that lateral, especially he couldn't yeah. push off of that left foot. 
uh, because of that. He didn't hesitate. He didn't think about it. He instantly did his reaction like he was playing at Notre Dame. He reacted. He saw it. He stopped the running back for no gain. And that's what you we've been waiting for. And LVE is not going to push him out that middle anytime soon the way he's playing. And then we get Sean Lee in there. I like our linebacking core. I like Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas may push out Damian Wilson. We'll see. That's going to be a good battle because if Joe Thomas keeps showing up like that, he's athletic. You get what I'm saying? And that's what we really want. And if we can have that defensive line coming at you like that and we got a great rotation, um, and this won't kill us. Remember how we were talking about last year Rob Marinelli was rotating too much mm-hmm. where guys couldn't get you know yep. in a groove yep. and it was just kind of hurting our team? I think this year it's going to be better because we have guys that are, when they come off the bench, they are going to make plays. So, um, really excited about our defense, man. Somebody said top ten. This is my second top five. I just noticed you're not wearing your cowboy hat today. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to wear it I thought it that out. was going to be a regular thing. Nah, dog. I don't want to wear it. going to be like your trademark. Nah, you got it on your J right okay, there. Okay, that's on my shirt, but I don't like wearing it out. You know what I'm saying? Some people like wearing some, see something, and it's hot, and they want to wear it every damn day. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wear the cowboy hat when it's appropriate. We might have a big well, win, and I'll come with a, I might come with a whole new fire cowboy hat that you've never seen before. If I pictured you as like a caricature, I would think you would have the hat on. You know what I mean? Like you would have, that would be your look or something. Yeah, well. That's where I thought we were headed, but that's all good. Terry Turner says, who's number, who's number 64? I wanted to cut Antoine Rico. Woods. I wanted to cut Rico and get a defensive tackle, but I think we got one on the team. So, yeah, Antoine Woods, he just said it. If you missed it, he got to speak with Antoine Woods. Go check that out on the YouTube channel. The video's up there. And then that was right before he got in the big fight with Travis Frederick. Yes, Barbecue Woods. Barbecue Woods. That's, that's what I'm calling them, Barbecue Woods. Hopefully that name attaches. Hopefully he getting in there and blowing it up. And then when everybody like Barbecue Woods, remember, you're a big game. James said first because I asked him what you eat, and he looked like he liked barbecue, a whole lot of barbecue chicken. He said ribs. He like a barbecue guy. If you just join, it's the Silver and Blue Nation live streaming podcast every Sunday. Don't forget to turn on your notifications. Uh, Maurice Andrews says, what's up with Rico? I mean, here's the thing. Are we going to keep four tight ends? That's the issue. Now, everybody's talking about Rico can block. Everybody, well, you know, he had a game. I think it was in the game. He had a good block. He had another good block. So, I don't know. You know, I'm tired of this. It's almost annoying now with the Rico gathers thing. Is he going to make the team? Is he not going to make the team? Is he going to make the team? Is he not going to make the team? Every day is this with him. It's like we don't – you don't know because we don't have a solidified, strong tight end core – so that's why he still could make it. But if you look at him, I don't see Rico catching 50 catches in a year. I think that ship has sailed. I think he's more of a guy that you can utilize inside that 20. He's going to get a lot of touchdowns for you. But the problem is, are they going to keep a roster spot open if that's all they use him for? Because they're not going to be using him all every day, every down because he's like third or fourth on the depth chart. They're going to play Jeff Swain. They're going to play Blake Jarwin. He's not going to get in the games like that. So are you going to put him in and use that roster spot just for what? You get inside the 23 or four times? That's critical, and so that's what the problem is is that he about him staying on the roster because I don't think they're going to put him on the practice squad three years in a row. If you're wondering what comments we're reading off, it's on the Silver and Blue Nation Facebook Live page. If you're looking Stop in there it, like, Dino. what's he talking about? That's where you need to go, so that's where I'm watching him. Aaron Jeffers says, how do you feel about Byron Jones at corner? Hey, go to Big James game. Big James I? games. <laughs> <laughs> 
Big Game James. He's at Big James Games. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Big Game James page and check out what I said about Byron Jones, but I'll say it again. I don't – I have my doubts about Byron Jones. I'm just going to be honest. He didn't show me anything at UConn, and I never hated on him. I know he needed a safety, so I was like, yeah, let's try it. He was not a good safety. He was an okay safety. He has good range, but you saw he wasn't a physical guy. Now, you switch him to corner, which is his most natural position, but to me, when I keep watching him, when the receivers come into him and put their body into him and go off up to a route, a slant, or a dig, or anything, they are always getting open. Now, when you throw those seam routes, those nine routes, deep routes, he's always right there because then he can utilize his 4-3, speed. You see what I'm saying? And then he can use his length because he can put his arms out and knock the ball out. But when you're talking about those short cutoff routes, I feel like he's going to have problems. And I feel like when he goes against a top receiver, he's going to have issues. So I don't think Byron Jones is going to be this all-pro corner now just because he moved down there and Chris Richard said he's going to be great. I don't believe it. He has to show me. I think he'll be good, but I still don't think he's a better cover corner than Jordan Lewis. He's just bigger and faster. He needs to be in the slot, in my opinion, and Jordan Lewis needs to be on the outside because that would be a better route to go. Back to rapid fire comments here. Tim Karn says, was getting rid of Switzer a mistake? He did score a touchdown for the Raiders. And then Hulk Logan says, Switzer or Tavon? You tell me. I'm going to take Tavon because he's faster. I'm just keep it real. Um, I like Switz, though. I can't lie. I, I just something about Switz. I like his moxie. I think he's going to have a good, uh, you know, year. But if you're talking about just that speed element and you have the both, they're both type, the same type players as far as size, I just like Tavon's Austin's, Tavon Austin's speed better. And I believe that he gives you a bigger big play element than a Riot Switzer does. Dino tunes in, says, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What We're up, doing Dino? Well. Thank you, Dino. Leave Taco alone, Dino. Oh, he's always on his case. He is always killing Taco. Ron Smith had to tune out. Thank you, Ron. You're in here every week. I know he shared us around, invited people. Thank you very much. If you're still watching, appreciate you all tuning in. Keep the comments coming. Oh, we forgot about Tapper, too. We're still going down the list. What about him? I'm just saying, we we were talking, remember we was going through the whole defensive line? I forgot about Tapper. Didn't even bring him up. That's crazy. That's how deep we are. Isn't that a good thing? Because remember how we were always talking about GR depth on the defensive line, how we were craving for it? We don't even mention Charles Tapper, and he's had an okay camp. We haven't even mentioned him. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right, let me uh, – <laughs> Joe Lucia says, which tight end you think is going to end up being the starter when it's said and done? All said and done, uh, they keep on starting Jeff Swain. I don't know why. It should be Blake Jarwin. I'm going to say Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin, there. Blake is, Jarwin, folks. I, uh, I'd be happy with that. I, don't, I, I don't know what any of these guys can do. So, yeah, hey, like one a, of them has to start, though. Yeah, I like Swaim, though. I like what I've seen from Swaim in the past. He's a good blocker, but he doesn't show I feel up. Like he's all right as a receiver. I, he's, but he doesn't scare anybody. Like if we're going in a lineup and we need to stretch the field, Jeff Swain ain't doing it. Danny Vatra wants to know: Are you still confident in Dan Bailey after struggling last year with that foot injury? Yes. I'm a little. Mm, I'm I don't okay know. with him. I'm okay. Don't worry about Dan Belly. We'll be okay. I don't know, man. I mean, he just hit a forty nine or a forty nine mm. yarder the other day. He's okay. I'm used to. I think we've been spoiled by him. You know, you, these kickers aren't perfect, folks. 
We've been spoiled the, the, by the, him. The, the players aren't perfect. They mess up. We give them leeway. Give him leeway. He's had how many great years? Give him leeway. He's okay. Eric Kashani, our proud patron, says Rico is a failed experiment. Do you agree with that at this point? It looks like it right now. We kept him on the roster three years, and it looks like they may cut him. Like, what was the point? I don't think he's going to go somewhere and just blow up and do anything else. But if he does go with a really good quarterback, like we were talking about San Diego, like a Phillip Rivers, yes, Phillip Rivers will have him do good things. That's not a lie. He still won't be a guy that's going to catch a lot of passes, but he will catch a lot of damn touchdowns, and they will use him. That's a fact. Mathis Fender says, is there any chance T-Will gets traded for maybe like an offensive nope. lineman? Nope. 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 They love Terrence Williams. Fact. Eric says, send a third-round pick and Rico to Seattle for Earl Thomas. They're not going to take no Rico gathers. He's an experiment. He never played football. You would give up a that, – that, how is Seattle winning on that that aspect? Give him – if Seattle says, give me Jordan Lewis in a third round, then they're winning. Tim Carnes is asking about wide receiver. Which one's going to shine the brightest this year? Well, if you're looking at those guys that I think are on the roster, you're looking at Hearns. You're looking at Allen Hearns, Cole Beasley, Terrence Williams. You're looking at Lance Lenore. Um, 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 who else we got? Um, Tavon Austin's listening as a running back. Uh, the the battle is right now with um, uh, Deontay Thompson and Noah Brown. I think those are the two bubble guys because I feel like the other uh, – and Gallup, I forgot Gallup. So that's that, my guy right there. That, so that's your six. You got Gallup, Hearns, um, Lance Lenore, Beasley, Williams, and um, – that's a gallop. So, Noah Brown don't make it? It's going to be between Noah Brown and Deontay Thompson. And Noah Brown hasn't done anything in camp. You better – you best to try to just convert him to a tight end. Remember what we were saying from day people. one? Yeah. Remember what we were saying from day one when we drafted him, though? Convert him to a tight end because he was thick. He was 230 pounds when he came out. He's six foot two, oh, yeah. And he's a great blocker. Why don't you use him as the hybrid tight end like a, a Ingram? He's faster. That's where you got your speed. Right. Mathis Fender says, "Is our this is well? It's two people asking about the same thing. Is our O line depth quietly becoming a liability behind the starters?" And then Jawan James asking about Marcus Martin's status for his injury. So, yeah, I mean, it was like a strength, not really if you're calling the calling Chaz Green a strength, but yes, it's a little bit nervous now because uh, you know we got Fleming, who's our good swing tackle. He can play either side. Uh, you got Joe Looney, who can play center guard. You got uh, Kadeem Edwards, who can play tackle, I believe, guard as well. And then you could have moved Chaz Green or Marcus Martin, but I don't know if they're keeping Chaz Green just because they're worried about the depth and they will keep him on the team, which is crazy because he can get somebody hurt. Marcus Martin just had that injury in the San Francisco game. His status is up in the air. We don't know because, once again, it was the same injury Leo Collins had, and he missed the whole year. Tim Carnes is wondering which cornerback is going to probably be the best one this season. Cheeto. 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 I, I the, think I agree with that. Cheeto is the man. I don't believe he's going to be a high INT guy. You think he might get more interception lead the team in interceptions, you're saying? You? Well, it was just the best corner. and it, He didn't specify the stat. No, I'm just, asking you. Oh, what? Who's going to lead the team? Yeah. Don't, didn't you say Cheeto's going to get a lot of interceptions this year? No, I was saying I think he could possibly like have a lot of pick sixes. Oh, okay. 
Not well, I don't know, not a lot. Maybe like a couple interceptions for touchdowns. I don't know about a lot of picks. I mean, that don't really happen these days. He's not a guy that's going to get a lot of picks. He's just going to be a guy that's sticky coverage. I could just see him jumping a route because he he likes he, to take he those does, chances. He does jump them routes, but his hands aren't the greatest. I see a couple picks. Yeah, you're right about that. He dropped one last year. It would have been a pick mm-hmm. six. Yep. Marvin Hargrove says, what about Fleming? Talking about the offensive line. Fleming, uh, I, from what I've seen of him, he looks okay. And like I said, he can play left or right tackle, and he can slide in at guard as well. He's the more confident guy that I, I see that we brought in rather than Chaz Green, Marcus Martin, and, the, and anybody else. I think they still will look at the waiver wire doing these preseason games and try to scoop somebody up, and they still have bodies in camp, so we'll see. But I'm okay with Fleming. Let me jump over here to YouTube now. It's time to give YouTube some love. We've been in Facebook Live the entire show so far. Let's jump back over here to YouTube with uh, Cold Milk 72 Liked what you said, Barbecue Woods, uh, talking about Antoine Woods. If you didn't see that video, check on our YouTube channel. And you will find it uh, right there. His he asked him what his favorite food was. He said barbecue, barbecue was barbecue anything. Uh, Janiqua Russell, Cowboy Nation, thanks for tuning in. Daryl Branscombe, Cowtown Tex, Cold Milk, Hulk Rage, uh, Stevie Mac twenty three. What's up, Hello, Stevie Newman. Mac? You guys are in here every week. Oh, man, God damn. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's the name. Of, these YouTube names. These are, YouTube are names crazy. are. Crazy, they say whatever. Young on YouTube. Young Wilson's tuned in. I know Young wants to be a supporter. We appreciate you, Young. So make sure you go to that Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Silver Blue Nation. You can see it on top of the screen. There's a link in the video description. Make sure you go there if you want to support the nation. As little as one dollar. That's it. That's all you need. You can do more. One dollar. You can support the nation. You can do more. All it takes. At the minimum, one dollar. Yes. Uh, Michael Ruff, thanks for tuning in. Jamal Willis, we ain't, we're not going to be able to get to everybody's questions on YouTube, but I can give some shout-outs. Say Primetime, Leon Felton, um, just just naming off names as I go down the list. A lot of people out here today. We love all y'all. Thank you for Tanner tuning in. Tanner Smith, Tanner Craig. A lot of Tanners, that's funny. Tanner. <laughs> Tanner Scanner. Um, Cowtown, Texas, watching in both feeds. That's cool. I Tim like Williams. That. Just everybody who's been watching, commenting, Chris Longley, all you guys, we certainly appreciate you every single week when you're always tuned in here. Make sure you guys give us likes, shares, all that good stuff. Let us know. You can hear us, see us, everything. You know, just this is your show, Voice of the Fans. All right, Mathis, he says he's banging out. Yes, yeah, probably about time to uh, uh, wrap it up sooner here ourselves. But before we do that, we need to talk a little bit about this game we got coming up. So what are you looking for the most in this game? Um, from the Cowboys. I mean, obviously, it don't matter who wins, but like, what are you looking to see, position wise, or just an individual player? What do you, who you want to see really in this game? Uh, well, I hope Dak plays again. I I just like watch Dak watching Dak play. I hope he comes in again and just comes in and he's efficient Probably a little more. Uh, efficient again. Maybe a couple series would be cool to see that. Um, I definitely. I mean, we don't. Probably not going to see Zeke because they're really, you know, they had the injury to guys from Washington that kind of threw everybody up in arms because he's a rookie. They were looking for big things, and he tore his Achilles, and he's out for the year. So that's through alarming systems of he's going to play. But definitely want to see more Rod Smith, uh, Bo Scarborough. I like watching them two together. They're both big backs, and they're both kind of, well, Rod Smith is very versatile. Rod Smith, to me, has locked down that second, second uh, string position. So far, um, I'd agree with that. Also, we I just want to see more some our receiving core. Uh, but I guess to me, 
that tight end position. I want to see how it's looking in this game against the the Bengals. Also, on the defensive side, I want to see the Antoine Woods, Dayton Jones, uh, Ward. I want to continue to see those guys up front, Tyrone Crawford, Taco Charlton, see him. Um, Since you're talking about that, Dino says, do you think that Antoine Barbecue Woods should be the starter? That's tough right now. Uh, it's between him and Dayton Jones. Dayton Jones is playing good, too. Uh, I need to see a couple more games because Dayton Jones is playing as well. Uh, Ward definitely should be the other opposite uh, one technique. Marvin Hargrove Sr. says, do you think Michael Gallup will end up changing his number from 13 to 88? He doesn't need to. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't do that. Dino says he thinks Woods should start, meaning probably Antoine, I'm assuming, because that's kind of what we were just talking about. Yeah, because Xavier Woods is already starting out there, so he probably would think Antoine Woods. Dino, like a, go ahead. Dino was just adding to that, saying that Woods has been pushing the pocket you know, in the in the game so far and the practice and all that, he's been pushing that pocket. So he looks like a big explosive. He looks kind of mean too. You know, he you saw him just go off and just start punching Travis Frederick. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he just socked him two or three times, hit him with a combo. Yeah, but I'm Travis like, Frederick was talking trash. Yeah, talking I about, hear you know, him. Yeah, I heard like, him. Yo, yeah. What? I, I, what? You want some of me? I'll knock you out. Yeah, yeah I I I whoop you up too. I'll be hitting you in your helmet he too. He said something like, "I'll beat your ass." Yeah, I, like yeah, that. I'll beat your ass right now. Like I'll be jumping in there too. Like, <laughs> well, like fool, you ain't talking to me like you that. Don't on, really. And the mic is on here. You think you're trying to show me up? No, I'm gonna smack in your face too. But I love how Martin jumped on the top of the pile like the top turnbuckle, like he was in a WWE. So that was a good thing. It, um, it good is, fights. It's perfect too because when he spoke with you, he was like, "Make sure you at me so I right. get my following up." And now you already got and then his, he goes his out there and goes does up. this thing, and, his to, and it's kind of like a publicity thing because now he's the guy that got in a everybody fight. loves him. Now he's starting. He's aggressive. He's angry. Everybody's you know? talking about him. That was definitely a good move by him to get in that fight with Travis Frederick. Yeah, and it put it pushed him up. And like I said, he's being aggressive out there, and a lot of people are talking about him. He came over from Tennessee. He played at USC, so. You know, USC has had some good guys. He's not the tallest dude. Uh, when I saw him, he's not the tallest dude, maybe 6'1", maybe. Um, but like I said, you could tell when you're talking to him, he's not afraid of anybody. He has a cocky little attitude, and I feel like he ain't really worried about anybody else. And that's the biggest thing I, I took from when I met him was that he don't really care about nobody else. He ain't worried about no big-name players. He's going to come in there and do it whenever his number is called. Like he said, he's going to make, make things happen, and that's what he's been doing so far. And I'm excited about him. I like our rotation. We don't have big-name guys. And people keep forgetting about Brian Price. Y'all need to watch Brian Price. I told you about Brian Price last year. It's another Green Bay guy that we got who's a one-tech. He's six foot two, 320 pounds, and he was flying around the ball. He had three tackles, I'm telling you. If you watch that game. I thought he led the team. In t- no, he didn't. He was right behind. But he had a play where this was a receiver caught, I believe, a slant, and he was gone, and he tracked him down and made the tackle 15 yards down the field. And that's a defensive tackle, folks. Yeah, the energy's there. Yes. Um, Tim Carnes asking about Randy Gregory. Is Randy Gregory going to get the play this week? I don't know. I, he's just now started getting in the pads. If you watched, looked at the page, he had a full full practice in the pads. He's looking like he's doing drills. I felt like they may throw him in a spot duty, like here and there. They won't have him play like a whole quarter or anything like that. He'll just be spot plays, make it like a third down rush here or here or there just to get his feet up underneath him. They're going to bring him along slowly just like they did Jalen Smith to me. They brought Jalen Smith slowly, um, 
and I believe like they're going to do the same thing with Gregory. They don't have to rush it with him, and we don't want any injury. He hasn't played in two years. Uh, Jawan James is asking about uh, games that stream throughout the season, like where can you watch games. He's talking about DirecTV having the NFL Sunday ticket. Mm-hmm. Eric responds with Sling TV. I've had Sling TV. I mean, it's 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 not bad. It gives you the red zone channel. You're not going to get the individual games like you do with DirecTV. My advice would be go join this Facebook group. It's called hashtag We Dem Boys with yeah, a Z. They're, they're consistent. Go 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 join that group. You'll find the stream right there every single week. So and it's a closed private group. He closes out the group, makes it private when the games come on, so the stream doesn't get shut down. So make sure you go and join there, and that's where you can. Watch every every game. I mean, I've never seen him not have a game up. So, and it's always good quality. Mm-hmm. So that's a spot where you can go if you want to do a little bootleg. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any final thoughts or anything? Is there anything else you wanted to get into? I don't really think we had anything else li- lined up. Uh, no. Just uh, really, like I said, just really excited about uh, next game. Looking out, looking forward to seeing these guys playing again against Cincinnati. Uh, I think it'll be a good barometer. I'm really looking forward to seeing this defense again. I want to see that defense get after him. Like you said, um, you want to see sacks. I like the pressures. I do want to see sacks too. I want to see some more Taco Charlton. I want to see a lot more Taco Charlton in this game. Um, I want to see a lot more of Joe Thomas in this game. Um, Definitely want to see these cornerbacks, Alumba and Traverius Ward, to step up Cam Kelly because they are guys that we could be – thinking they are going to make the team, Robinson from Oregon as well. So they need to step up. Want to see week two of our secondary because week one of preseason wasn't the greatest. So you definitely want to see us make improvement to week two and not having those busted coverages, the past interferences that we were having to get basically San Francisco back in the game and basically win the game because we had their, we had their ass beat. Mama T on our Facebook Live says she just wants to see a Super Bowl before she dies. Come on, boys. I feel you. She's tired okay, of I feel, <laughs> I, Mama T, I feel you all the way 100 on that one. I just want to see that Super Bowl. before. I just want to get one more before I die. I ain't no spring chicken, and it can happen any day. So, please, Lord, give me one more, and I'm good. Make sure you jump back in with us next Sunday. We'll be, well, it'll be you. I won't be here. Oh, yeah, because we forgot you was about to dip I'm going, out. I'm going to training camp. You're going to be at training camp. See, I was at training camp last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess who? Last pro- two days. Producer G is going to training camp the last two days up in California. California IA because your sister out there in San Diego, right? Yes, she is. And y'all y'all going to kick and have a good time? I'm going to get a good time there. I'm going to get some great footage and videos yes. and photos for everybody yes, on good. Silver and Blue Nation. We're going to get some good footage, so, uh, more sure, footage. Make sure you guys tune in next Sunday, though, because yes. he will still be here. I will be still here be here doing the recapping show. Recapping Cowboys Bengals. Cowboys Bengals. So don't you be like, oh, producer, you ain't there. You go watch it. Because, look, the game Saturday night. You'll be right in here Sunday morning. Exactly. We'll have there it is. plenty to talk about. It will we'll be have, a hot show. We'll have a real hot show. And, matter of fact, you should Skype in. You probably have something from me by then. You should probably Skype in. Uh, too bad camp will be over. I wish I could be at camp. But, yeah, I mean, we'll work something out. Yeah, we should make that happen. So, then people can see your face. If you want to see my face. If you want to see Producer G's face, week, next week is the time to see it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, right. So make sure you go to the Patreon. Go account, to that Patreon account. Sign up there, and mm-hmm. I guarantee you'll see my face next week. Yes, and remember, you can do more than a dollar. That's the minimum. <laughs> That's the minimum. You can do more. It's all good. We'd appreciate that. Hey, because like on on all seriousness, before we bang out of here, like for real, 
It's all going to this right here. It's all going to making this even hotter, getting us where we need to go. Because I know I'm, I know they got training camp the last few weeks in Dallas. I'm trying to get out there because I know they're first come, first serve. We can come to the practices. So I'm trying to get down there a couple more times too to see those practices before they start the regular season. So we're trying to get down there. It's coming out of our own pockets, folks. Let's keep it real. Jawan James wants the name of the Facebook page again, the group that streams the games. I'm going to go ahead and send you that link, Jawan James, personally. So look for that. All right. Um, as soon as we exit off here, I'll go in and grab that link, send it to you, so you can join that group and enjoy all the games um, every week, no matter Stop where it is. Stop it, Dino. So uh, until then, I mean, next week, make sure you guys tune back in, check in. I mean, we're going to be right here again every single Sunday. Yes, every single Sunday we ain't taking no breaks, so we ain't giving no fakes. So make sure you holler at the nation. Four more weeks till kickoff. Four more weeks is going down, Carolina. We're talking week one. Yeah, we're still trying to get out there and holler. We'll figure something out. We're going to make something happen Something's going to happen with Something's going to happen with we'll that. See. And we'll have other games we'll be going to as well. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. So we ain't got to worry about that. And one more time, make sure you guys go subscribe to all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. That's where we are. That's all the platforms. Rewatch shows, watch live shows, subscribe, thumbs up, all that good stuff. And then until next Sunday, that's Big Game James. And that's Producer Gene. We love y'all. Peace. The show's over.